0: The British and American intelligence, along with the Israeli Mossad, worked to create the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria, ISIS, a terrorist organization that is able to attract all extremists of the world to one place, using a strategy called the Hornet's Nest. It is created to protect the Zionist entity of Israel by creating it with religious and Islamic slogans. You know,
1: I used to say early on when I was a kid, I'd say when I was a young senator, I say, if I were a Jew, I'd be a Zionist. I am a Zionist. You don't have to be a Jew to be a Zionist. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. I hope God is truly blessing you in these tumultuous times. Do you know what Zionism is? Did you know that Joe Biden is a proud Zionist? Do you know who founded Zionism? I know most of you do, but most of the world doesn't. Please spread this one far and wide. Dustin Nemos is back to share the truth with the world. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very much for tuning in. It's Sean from sgtreport.com, thephaser.com, and thelibertymill.com. Three avenues, three vector points to allow you to stun them with truth, friends. Wake up your friends, neighbors, and colleagues. Almost everything they're being told on a daily basis from the mainstream horror mockingbird media is a lie. It's misdirection. It's gaslighting. And by the way, the enemies of humanity, that's all they have left at this point, is gaslighting humanity. In the American mainstream horror CIA media, they love to gaslight the American people. There is no border invasion. There is no chance of thermonuclear war. World War 3 don't worry about it. Ukraine, do whatever you want. Russia will never, ever retaliate. And don't even get me started about what's going on between China and Taiwan or between Hamas and Israel. Do you all realize who created Hamas? Let's listen to this soundbite from Ron Paul. You know, Hamas, if you look at the history, you'll find out that Hamas was encouraged and really started by Israel because they wanted Hamas to counteract Yasser Arafat. And he said, well, yeah, that was better then and it served his purpose, but we didn't want Hamas to do this. But we didn't want Hamas to do this. Let me welcome my guest. It's Dustin Nemos. You guys know the website, com. Dustin, welcome back.
0: Thank you, Sean. Good to be back.
1: Good to have you back, my friend. I want to play another clip, this one from Jan Helper Hayes, who I'm trying to set up to get on the show. We've been communicating, but we still haven't locked down a date. Let me play this clip. The MSNBC mockingbird certainly wasn't prepared for this. Hezbollah is very smart. That's the Republican candidate's position. Lawrence, calling a person or a group of people very smart doesn't mean you're embracing them. For example, Iran made Joe Biden send them billions of dollars. Iran is smart. Joe Biden is dumb. Let me give you another one. MSNBC, your outlet, made half of the country believe in the Russia hoax, MSNBC is a smart. But at the same time, you are still a fake news piece of shit outlet. Uh, Dustin, I'm coming back to you. Do you know what? I don't even know if that's
0: a real clip. Did that actually happen? I don't know about that one, but that was pretty funny. Um, it may have been a satirical remake, uh, but uh, I could see it happening. I mean, no one trusts them anymore. Everybody knows their propaganda. They certainly are
1: absolute propaganda, gaslighting, up is down, black is white, right is wrong. Woe unto them, by the way, who call evil good and good evil Dustin, right? And woe unto them who bear false witness against their neighbor. Because again, that's all the mainstream horror media does is gaslight the American people and bear false witness against their neighbor. That's all they have left is lying to the American people. Never mind the crimes of Joe Biden and his son and his entire extended family. Never mind the crimes of the Biden crime family. Don't even think twice about it it's Trump who needs to go to prison. You know, I used to say early on when I was a kid, I'd say when I was a young senator, I say, if I were a Jew, I'd be a Zionist. I am a Zionist. You don't have to be a Jew to be a Zionist.
0: Sean, that's the perfect uh, segue to you. mean, you basically set me up. I was going to suggest the clip that I just sent you in chat. Um, Basically, it's Joe Biden admitting you're talking about Biden and you're talking about false witness. So Joe Biden is talking about how Governments everywhere use false witness about dead babies in order, basically atrocity propaganda, in order to sort of coax the public into wars. So we actually have a clip of Joe Biden years ago talking about how, yeah, they all do it. And now here he is again sharing fake news that he saw all these dead butchered babies, which, you know, we've got the Ben Shapiros of the world out there with these, you know, beheaded, all this beheaded baby Bullshit, uh, forgive my language, you know, Adam Schiff and and what comes out of bulls together, bullshit. And that's what it is. I mean, they're basically trying to bully everyone into supporting a war that isn't really a war. It's a first world nation with uh, yeah, I don't want to get into it too much, but they're bombing civilians. And just like Ben Shapiro one time accused uh uh ironically, Piers Morgan of live on his uh, own show of standing on the uh, graves of dead children in order to force policy. I'm I'm quoting a little bit off memory here, but that's essentially what Ben Shapiro's um, position and, and accusation was. And here's Ben doing it himself in order to force a war. So, you know, I don't want to go into it too much. I know I might be a little bit off topic, but that's a perfect example of both the Biden crime family and just how bad it can be when you bear false witness. Thousands of babies are being bombed because of this lie.
1: Yeah. That's 100% right. These people have blood on their hands. And you mentioned Ben Shapiro. I'll play a clip, a before and after clip. Ben Shapiro, same guy, saying essentially two different things. But you sent me that Biden clip. Let's play it. Joe Biden, a career politician corrupt to the core. Honestly, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Joseph Robinette Biden, three of the most corrupt politicians that I can think of. But then the list is so long. You think Nancy Pelosi feinstein she finally met her maker i wonder what her payment is for her crimes now that she's dead and her treason listen to this here's joseph robinette biden and i think uh, all administrations tend to do that i remember the first gulf war we heard all this about babies being killed in kuwait and the like that wasn't the reason we went to kuwait but it was sort of icing on the cake to deal with public opinion i think let's remind people what this viper's talking about dustin that testimony in front of the United Nations from that young girl who was connected to the royal family of Kuwait, whose father, I believe, was a spokesperson for the royal family of Kuwait. She lied about babies being taken out of incubators and placed on the hard, cold floor by Iraqi soldiers. Blatant, 100 percent lie. On the record now, we know she was coaxed into providing that false testimony bearing false witness against her neighbor and her testimony was used by the criminal administration the bush administration to spark those wars and to go into iraq and kill five hundred thousand iraqi children and the powers that ought not be these vipers say we think the price was worth it dustin
0: yeah i mean well it's always been used i mean you can go back to various examples and all kinds of different wars where one side will make up something about the other side bayonetting babies like germans bayonetting babies or someone burning babies or someone beheading babies or someone ripping babies from mothers and sticking them on the ends of actually in the irish rebellion against the british in order to justify uh slaughtering prisoners of war uh cromwell i guess it was um uh, had put out a bunch of false propaganda saying that the Irish uh, rebels, I mean farmers basically, were using their pitchforks to spear babies after ripping them from their, you know, pleading mothers. All of that of course was false and debunked later, but it justified their atrocities in the war against their enemy, who they accused of atrocity. So it's it's really coming to be known I think as atrocity propaganda, a very specific strain of, you know, wartime they're not human, we have to slaughter all of them, man, woman and child propaganda. And it generally is based off of some sort of you know moral uh, red line that has been crossed, like the, the, the targeting of children is a good example, but not the only one where you know, they just have to be annihilated because they're just clearly not human. And that's exactly what we see rolling out right now on all of the propaganda uh, outlets. They're all basically queuing up the same beheaded baby bullshit, even though they're also at the same time backtracking because that lie went too far and they got caught And the origin of that lie was basically someone who is the uh, who's in a cult trying to uh, openly espouse for the genocide of Palestinians for a long time. I mean, they've gotten caught. So it's not like it's uh, credible at all. And there's no actual like uh, images that that stand up. I know people have probably seen the burnt baby on the little white uh, palette. Um, Well, that that's not a baby. That was originally a, a little puppy. And someone used AI to change that into a baby. The background is all real. Everything's real about that except the center. It was a puppy. Now it's a burnt baby. It didn't even really look like a baby. But, you know, I'm just trying to give examples of how, you know, Ben Shapiro and others are using AI generated false propaganda to legitimize the bombing of of civilians, mostly women and children. I mean, the, the, the Gaza area is like 50% children. I think the average age is 17 I can't stop seeing this one. I've seen a lot of it in the last couple of days, but there's one image in my head. I can't stop thinking about where a father is being zipped up in a body bag with his baby girl in his arms for the last time, just just zipping them up together. You know, and I just get it out of my head.
1: Well, the reason we're having these conversations is to provide a counterbalance to the officialdom, to the mainstream mockingbird narrative, to Ben Shapiro's narrative, I want to play a clip from Ben Shapiro, and then you all can be the judge about whose trees bear fruit in this info war. Let me play this, and then I'll make a comment.
0: They say that I want America to fight wars for Israel. Nope. Nope. First of all, Israel can take care of herself. If Israel is forced to the wall, the possibility of nuclear exchange is extremely high. That is why it is very important that the United States provide the material aid to Israel.
1: You know, I'll pause it there. Here's the thing. I listened to a soliloquy from Ben Shapiro the other day. And he was talking about the historical foundations of Israel and why we should stand with Israel at all costs, at every turn, in perpetuity, throughout human history forever. And you know what he didn't mention in that historical reestablishment of the state of Israel? He did not mention the Belfour Declaration. He did not mention the hand of the House of Rothschild. He didn't mention any of it as he tried to pass off his version of history to his vast audience. And by the way, did you realize, guys, Ben Shapiro is a multi-multi-millionaire. The dude's worth tens of millions of dollars. Okay, so just let that sink in. Okay, who gets rewarded richly in this system, this sick, broken system, where I can't get a fair shake on Twitter, I'm throttled, nobody sees my tweets, where I can't be on YouTube, okay, I don't even get to have a Patreon account. And Ben Shapiro is worth tens of millions of dollars. Dustin, just let that sink in. Yeah.
0: Yeah as you know, I'm with you on those things. I'm debanked. i'm I'm unlisted, I'm de-boosted, I'm pretty much banned. And where I used to be successful and and well known internationally and and making the big uh, view counts and and making the big monies and stuff on YouTube, now I'm virtually destitute, and I'm just trying to survive and get the message out much like yourself. I mean, we're 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 fighting in the trenches of an information war against the empire of lies, bro. and and this is basically, Uh, A biblical ending. And I really do believe that we're entering the tribulation. I mean, if you you don't mind, I'll recap just a couple of um, things that have come out of the fake news in the last couple of days briefly.
1: Yeah, you bet. You've got the floor. But then I do want to go back and I want to play a clip from, it was either a former IDF soldier or a current one who's absolutely breaking down because he has the blood of 40 dead people on his hands. And so I want to play that clip because uh, all these people who are foaming at the mouth and are bloodthirsty for revenge and want to turn Gaza into glass, like my recent guest Nathan Reynolds just said, they have no idea what they're asking for. They have no idea what will come to their doorsteps eventually if we continue to head down this path.
0: We need to understand that to them, we are all Palestine and they all uh, they, they all consider us to be subhuman Compared to And see, even in their religious Talmud books, their holy books, it tells them that we are beneath them, that a thousand of our lives are not worth a fingernail of theirs. This is what the rabbis teach. So if you really want to go down the rabbi hole, we're all Palestine. It's just a matter of when do they have enough bombs to make it so. And, um, you know, they, they basically they have been using old footage of their aggression against Palestinians, including children, pretending that this is part of Hamas's attack against them in recent days. Um, they, they've gotten, first of all, Hamas claimed about 250 rockets. They said over 5,000 rockets. I don't see any evidence for that, but it could be, I'm not saying it's not. If Hamas had them, Hamas probably would have fired them. I'm not going to argue that point, but this was also on the 50th year anniversary of the Yom Kippur war. The last time they declared war in the Middle East. Now we have a lot of things lining up here. Of course, they're having all the dancing Israeli party shouting death to Arabs and promising A second Nakba, which is essentially a catastrophe in their language. Uh, They call the Nakba the first time when the Jews invaded their nation and took over Palestine and subjugated so many and put them in uh, internment camps and um, uh, concentration camps and enslaved them. Basically, they call that the Nakba. Many people were killed and many of the survivors uh, are you know, They're the people living in Gaza now. They're the ones who fled that. Many of them are related to the people who, who died in the Nakba. So here they are promising a second Nakba all over Israeli TV saying, well, you did this thing to us. Now we're going to destroy you as a people completely in essence. Um, and you don't have to look hard to find the celebrations of how they're going to wipe out their enemy and promising the Nakba and death to Arabs. And you know, there's all sorts of hate coming out all over social media. And it's only really allowed on one side, by the way, I want to mention that, um, many Western nations have outlawed any sort of support for Palestine now, despite the massive protests from all the immigrants that have come into the Western nations. So it's kind of ironic. Um, but those people, by the way, France has already said they're going to, uh, um, uh, deport those people who were in support of Palestine, but not the ones who were running around, cutting off people's hands recently in that huge civil war type, uh, uh, insurrection that happened. Um, you, you know, you can kind of see the screen here. I've been collecting from the last few days, just sort of saving this because I know it's going to disappear. They've been bombing targets that were civilian in nature, including uh, asking people to leave and go south, civilians to leave the war zone, and then bombing them on, on purpose, bombing um, uh, medical responders and um, and ambulances intentionally, targeting journalists like the Reuters journalist who was killed. Um, I would argue intentionally Uh, they're trying to cover up all of their war crimes that are going on. Now they've cut down the internet, of course, as they cut down water and stuff. So it's all, it's all just sort of, it's hell on earth in in Palestine right now. There's no water, there's no food. Children are buried under rubble um, by the thousands, That thousands of people are missing. Um, and, And of course it's, it's fighter jets and missiles and aircraft carriers versus people with at best, uh, hovercraft, uh, not hovercraft up, uh, hang gliders, you know? So um, yeah, this is a guerrilla war. This is not two first world nations duking it out with drones and missiles. This is, uh, babies absorbing bombs on one side. And then on the other side, it's a whole lot of finely tuned war propaganda spewed from every mouth that has power. I mean, as we see everywhere. Um, and, and, you know, they did not, they they claimed that this was a surprise. Uh, Egyptian intelligence and others had warned them that something big was coming. It was not a surprise. And the people that were supposedly slaughtered, and maybe it did happen, at the event, the musical event, uh, the festival, uh, they were moved, the festival was actually moved last minute to an unsecure location near, right where the invasion would so-called happen. So you know, there was a lot of suspicion that this may have been some sort of a setup. I, I haven't fully investigated that, but there's a lot of things that's fog of war. It's worth looking looking into. Um, of course, openly, they're saying there will be no electricity, no food, no fuel. We are fighting human animals. And, um, you know, the fake news comes out with uh, obvious deceptions. For example, here on Fox, it's 3.33 p.m., a very suspicious number to begin with, on the Gaza border and in the Gaza city in two locations at the same time. Yet one is night and the other is day. Well, that's a pretty obvious lie, isn't it? So this is kind of like nine eleven levels of, of stupid deception, but they'll just disappear it anyway. So is it daytime or is it nighttime at three thirty three p.m. Which is it, guys? Um, and of course, as I said, they're all walking back. The we've seen the beheaded baby pictures, and uh, they were using thermite or phosphorus munitions, white phosphorus, against civilians. We had Edward Edward Snowden. Uh, I'm sorry, Edward Snowden, warning us about. Uh, how basically the the West and Israel created Hamas and uh, created ISIS. And, you know, that's another point that we should really not let them. You can't just say it's Hamas. You're a Hamas supporter if you support Palestine. No, Israel, Israel started Hamas. Israel's responsible for both sides of this atrocity. And now the babies of Palestine are taking the punishment for a couple of guys coming in from somewhere else whose family obviously don't live in Palestine. Or why would they have done this and not had their family out of there? So it's someone else who's taking the punishment for some other uh, supposed act of aggression. This is like 9-11 in Gaza, yeah. in essence.
1: Yeah, and that's what they're saying it is. It's Israel's 9-11. So that gives them carte blanche to lay siege to whoever they say is responsible, which I guess in this case is two plus million people, men, women, and children, not all of whom yeah. belong to Hamas, and they're trapped in Gaza. Can you go back to Ed Snowden there? There's an important word in there that uh, you'll never hear Ben Shapiro mention, and that's the word Zionist. Can you read this?
0: The British and American intelligence, along with the Israeli Mossad, worked to create the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria, ISIS, a terrorist organization that is able to attract all extremists of the world to one place using a strategy called the Hornet's Nest. It is created to protect the Zionist entity of Israel by creating it with religious and Islamic slogans. The only solution to protect the Jewish state is to create ISIS near its borders.
1: Let me say something. For those who don't understand what that word means, I've used it already in this interview. Zionism, the House of Rothschild. Why, in your estimation, for those who don't know, is Edward Snowden referring to the Zionist entity of Israel?
0: Well, because if you really get into this, I mean, as you're an advanced researcher of of fake news versus real news, I mean, you've been in this a long time and you have very good discernment. Um, When you really get into this, we know who runs the world. We know who runs the media. We know who runs both political parties of our country and most other countries in the world and the West, especially. We know who was behind the communist uprisings in pretty much everywhere, especially Russia and China, and who was who's still behind them. We know who's behind communism as a whole. We know who's behind transgenderism in our schools. It's in their Talmud. It's always the same group of people. They seem to have pretty much all the power. And since they have been doing all of the usury and central banking and fractional reserve um, inflation and boom-bust cycles, they've got all the money. They can print more at will. And until that system crashes completely, they'll continue to pay armies to enslave us to their desires. So, I mean, they have all the power. Um, They pay for the propaganda, and then most of the wars that we've been involved in, it's really the hidden hand. I mean, you've got the exoteric thing where they're calling it their 9-11. Well, we had our 9-11, and esoterically, it was some terrorists who you know, all just magically lined up and the passports fell out unharmed and all that nonsense. But esoterically, behind the scenes, there were dancing Israelis. They they celebrate their Purim holiday every year by, dan- by often dressing up as the Twin Towers. That's their favorite thing to dress up as. They teach their children that that was one of their great victories against their enemy. And the, uh, uh, the art students, quote-unquote art students, got caught placing the bombs in the core of the building. I mean, there's so many things line up to prove who was really behind 9-11, and it wasn't the Muslims. Okay, that's the scapegoat. Once again, they're scapegoating uh, the Muslims against the And you're seeing it play out right now, too. If you're not supporting Israel, then you're not a good Christian, or you're not a good American, uh, even though they're the aggressors and even though they're the ones who benefit from this alleged Hamas terrorist attack. And I'm sure there is an attack. It did happen. Bad things happened. And Hamas is is not a, a good group. Like I said, it's founded by real and American entities, intelligence entities. They're evil. They'll do horrible things. They probably would be head babies in order to get uh, this to go across uh, the media the way they want it to. But I'm not, I, what I'm saying is that it's a setup in order to give Israel what it wants, which is uh, the final takeover of Gaza and the the temple mount there. This is more than just a piece of land next door because they don't like the people there. This is also about the, uh, the, the new world orders, final religious takeover, building the third temple, the antichrist sitting in it, all of the stuff that's supposed to happen. They call the antichrist, what we call the antichrist. They call their serpent Messiah, according to the Zohar, which is their top religious, um, rabbinical scholar of all time
1: well what i want people to understand i'm trying very hard to bring this information out in recent interviews and i've been doing this for years actually talking about rothschild zionism rothschild owns all the central banks on planet earth for the most part with the exception of a couple one of which is in iran they don't control that one but from the foreign office november 2nd 1917 dear lord rothschild I have much pleasure in conveying to you on behalf of His Majesty's government the following declaration of sympathy with Jewish Zionist aspirations, which have been submitted to and approved by the cabinet. His Majesty's government view with favor the establishment in Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people. Dot, dot, dot. Friends, if you don't understand that history, then you really, really are not equipped to pick a side in this battle because the people of Gaza are being used by the powers that be, just like the people of Israel are being used by the powers that be, just like we, the American people, were used by the powers that be after 9-11 and whipsawed into wars that killed millions of people. It's about time, Dustin, that people wake the hell up.
0: And I agree. And you can see that the cost is is the blood of children and the suffering of people that we should probably care more about, because soon it'll be us. And this is what we're looking at right now is is fatalities defined by the UN, different categories of, of what um, you know what have been killed or who have been killed in the conflict between Palestine and Israel since 2008 up to two, uh, 2021. So this, these are this is about a decade of numbers, and this is not including what just happened in the last week, which doubles the numbers on the left. Uh, And maybe on the right, too. So these numbers have gotten a lot bigger in the last week. I just want to mention that. But you can see how one-sided this war is.
1: Well, that's right. And I think this is a good segue to that clip I wanted to play from the IDF soldier who's beside himself as he admits he's begging for psychological help because he's killed 40 people. Remember commandment number six, thou shalt not kill? The desire for revenge is a useful tool that the beast uses. The dragon uses. To get us into these endless wars of bloodshed that profit the house of Rothschild, the House of Rockefeller, and the money masters.
0: They pull our strings. And our anger does not serve Yahweh's will. I mean, Yahweh's gonna hand God is gonna handle vengeance. Vengeance is his. But at the same time, we do have to concern ourselves with earthly justice. And we also have to be concerned when there are enemies that are just trying to kill everybody around us. And that seems to be um, Uh, around them and and we're considered one of their enemies. That seems to be the case right now. What's happening here is a deception. Um, It's happening worldwide. There's a war against people and there's one group of people behind it all. And I I know I kind of continue to sort of kick the dead horse on that topic, but it's now coming into uh, events that we cannot fully understand without going down the theological rabbi hole and understanding that a lot of these things are playing out according to their, not prophecies, but, but plans I mean, they've been talking about this for a long time. They probably would call it a prophecy, but God is the only one who can really predict a future event with specific times. Okay. Like the founding of the USA was predicted in the Bible specifically by date. If you do the math, however, they can't do that. They don't have that power, but they have a ton of plans. They've been talking about for a long time. And one of those of course, is to rebuild Nimrod's one world government, one world religion and sort of kill God and outlaw Christ. Uh, and and kill God in the hearts and minds of mankind so people won't believe in God anymore. That's the idea. That's what they want. So this is all part of their religion. You're not going to really fully understand why they're doing some of the things they're doing or why they're so darn evil until you really go down that theological rabbit hole and understand the things that they teach to their children and the things that they believe spiritually in their Talmud and the things that uh, the deep state are into with their mystery Babylon demon worship and all this like blood magic stuff that is real and have had them kicked out of 109 countries after being found guilty for doing it. That's not me making it up. I mean, that's guilty, guilty, guilty over and over and over. So it's not libel, It's not defamation. Uh, monarchs got involved. I think I've mentioned this on your show before. But I, I just want to mention that, that there is an evil here. And w- it has a religion. Whether you're atheist, whether you're Muslim, whether you're Christian, Buddhist, whatever. It has a religion that is, uh, that is obviously deeply based in the Ab- Abrahamic histories. I mean, we all share the same history. Genesis is their history, too. They just chose the other side, basically. So we, we share the same sort of universe, but they're on the other team.
1: And here's the clip I want to play. What you guys have been seeing on the screen here all this time is Watson, right? Watson Manor. The House of Rothschild built this thing in the late 1800s and then bequeathed it to the British government. But the clip I want to play is of this IDF soldier who's traumatized after killing human beings in Palestine. I just want you guys to hear some of this. The angst in his soul after murdering 40 people for Israel. You used me for battle, fighting alone. You won't treat me. I killed more than 40 people for you. I murdered. See, this is the point. Dustin, this is why we're having this conversation, because that man was probably indoctrinated since birth that the Palestinians are evil and need to be wiped off the map. Meanwhile, Palestinian children are probably being taught the very same thing. And here we have bloodthirsty pundits with huge platforms, multi millionaires in the United States calling for more of that. More bloodshed, more bloodshed, more killing. Where does it end, Dustin? We need cooler heads to prevail if humanity is ever going to extract itself from this horrific history, which we keep repeating.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, we can go down the, the theological where it ends, rapid hole. I mean, I, I can tell you what prophecy says happens and why I think prophecy is kind of red alert right now. And all the signs of Genesis are in our face. I'm sorry, a revelation are in our face and in times are in our face. But also, you know, yeah, stuff from Genesis is kind of popping back up, like all flesh becoming corrupted again, the days of Noah, which again leads itself back into the revelation and end time stuff. We are once again in the days that are like the days of Noah that Jesus talked about when they asked him, what are the end times like? Well, I don't know, but it'll be like the, uh, sorry, I don't know when, but it'll be like uh, the days of Noah. That's basically what Jesus told them. And the days of Noah were, were, Basically, um, <clears throat> humanity was fully subjugated by the Nephilim, the seed of the serpent. Back then they were giants and their one world religion, which was uh, blood sacrifice and demon worship to the uh, to the fallen angels. And then also uh, widespread genetic corruption. All flesh was corrupted. So that's what it was like. And that's kind of where we're headed again with all of these mRNA vaccines and, and transhumanist agenda and upgrading people and adding in robot parts and other types of animals and all the things that they're doing. So, you know, basically prophecy says that, in, in my opinion, that within a couple of years, Obadiah 18 is going to happen. And this is where all of mankind rises up against them and wipes out every single, the Bible says not a single Edomite will survive. Now, if you really look into it, um, they say that we're Edom and that we're going to get wiped out. in their end in times because they're sort of inverting everything and they've stolen the identity uh, uh, and they're pretending to be the Israelites of the Bible, but they're not. They have no evidence for it. They 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 can't. They they don't test true on that claim. But it's a very useful lie for them because the red carpet was rolled out to to them for the entire West after the hollow hoax. I mean, God's chosen people need a place to stay. Come on in. Within two generations, look at what happened to us. So um, we let the seed of the serpent in. And in the end times, Obadiah 18 says they all get wiped out. And basically it says that the tribes of Israel will rise up from within them like fire and they'll be like kindling. So they're going to get burnt out within a couple of years, I think, and not a single one will survive. And when I ask myself, well, how could this happen? They're in power. They run the whole world. And, um, you know, they, they seems like they've never had more power except before the flood. And then I remind myself that 109 different times they have had a lot of power. Just like, for example, in Weimar, Germany, before Hitler rose to power. Uh, And every single one of those times, they went too far. And mankind had enough and kicked them out. Now, this time, it's going to be worldwide because they run the whole world. In every single one of those other 109 times, it was regional. It was in one nation or another nation. But uh, this time, it's worldwide because they're trying their globalist one world government. So now they're doing these horrible things to everybody. They're poisoning everybody with vaccines. They're going after everybody's children. They're, they're doing this kind of, um, you know, horrible war crime stuff and blaming the enemy. You know, the, the old saying is that they, they, uh, they cry out as they strike you. And it's a very true saying. They, they sort of cry bully everyone around them. You can see it in the media and you can see it in their, the way that they use war propaganda. Um, and so they're, they're always going to claim the moral high ground and it doesn't end until you're willing to be called racist or bad names in order to stand up for the truth and for Jesus, who, by the way, of all of human history, I mean, there was nobody who stood up to the Jews like Jesus. He kept calling them out, kept calling them the seed of the serpent, a generation of vipers. He kept accusing them saying they'd never get into heaven. He kept saying things about them. He kept warning us about this tribe that were not israelites but were pretending to be that were uh infiltrating and you can go back and look at how he handled the uh uh the pharisees when they told on themselves when they said we are the children of abraham uh and he said i know that you're the children of abraham but if you were he said really if i think i don't remember the exact quote but basically if you were the children of abraham you would do the works of abraham and then he um um He said that uh, they got into a quarrel and they said that they were never enslaved in Egypt. And this is evidence against them where the the Pharisees admitted that they had never been in Egypt. They were not part of the tribes that had been enslaved in Egypt. They were the cousins, the Edomites, and they caught themselves in that lie right there in the Bible. So this group that Jesus was calling out saying these Edomites are pretending to be Israelites. They've stolen the position of high priest. They've stolen the kingdom. And now they're teaching For God's commandments, the commandments of men, the traditions of the elders is what the Bible calls it. That traditions of the elders, that Talmud, is the same religion pushing our deep state to do everything that it's doing today. We're still fighting the same enemy. God promised war with Amalek, with them, every generation. That's us too, every single generation all the way till the end. We're fighting the fight just like our forebears have had to fight. And now they're in power, and now they think that they've won. And this is just so happens to be when prophecy plays out the way that the end time says it will. But this is the group that is after us. This is their religion. This is where they play out in history. And this is where it all came from. And it all goes back once again, we've talked about this in other episodes, to the seed war, Genesis 3.15, Genesis 6. These things are not human. They used to be giants. They used to have elongated skulls, double rows of teeth, six fingers and six toes, like Goliath had. And they used to, you know, they still eat us. I mean, they've been kicked out of 109 countries for well, things they eat like children Simon of Trent. They eat no, children. No, I mean, they
1: literally eat children. They and do. we have whistleblowers that have been at these ceremonies. I mean, this stuff goes on in Hollywood, too. I don't know. You guys don't have to search very hard to find compelling testimony from people who won't say who was there, but who do say they were at parties where a drugged woman, a very, very out of her mind drugged woman, was having sex with multiple people, and then they cut a chunk out of her buttock, fried it up, and ate it. So cannibalism at these parties. Yeah. Guys, this stuff is now in the wide open. And uh, this is what an unelected leader looks like, by the way. Do you want to comment on this? Because this demon creature thinks that he's going to control the world. Evidently, he just met in Dubai with 600 experts on how to rule the world. And I can't help but think and hope that humanity's waking up to this, and before long, this guy's just going to be a laughingstock. There's Rothschild blood in
0: his veins. Dustin? Yes, he is. Um, well, see, here's the thing. This guy may be part of their high priestly ruler class. He may think he runs the world along with his cousins, the other Dukes of Edom, and for a while he may. But God sets these puppets up, and he's allowing them rope basically to hang themselves and, you know, every time that they have power, they always go too far, just like this baby uh, beheaded, baby bullshit. They always go too far and then they they try to backtrack, but it's too late. The public is on to them. And now that's already happened since the Kanye West stuff, especially the noticing has really gone through the roof exponential. Everybody knows who's behind the scenes, who runs everything. And they're really in damage control. And they're trying to get us into wars and and vaccinate us as quickly as possible before we come at them in a rebellion. That's basically where we're at right now. And I'm not calling for a rebellion. I'm just saying God says every single Jew is going to get wiped out. And I think it's going to happen within four years. That's in Obadiah 18 specifically. That's what God said. Don't kick in my door. It's pointless. God said it, not me. But that's my interpretation. And I think that you can make a very good case for when that's going to happen based on other end times prophecy and the book of Revelation and where we are in the timeline. The the signs are really specific and they really are going through the roof red alert right now. So, I mean, I know it sounds crazy to be preaching end times and I was an atheist my whole life. I get it. Um, It sounds nutty. Don't trust me for it. But. Test everything and hold fast that which is true. So, test this, look for the signs, and they are going red alert. The Bible says we're supposed to be vigilant for these signs, not just sitting on our thumbs. So, um, you know, I, I encourage people to take this warning seriously. We are in the end times. And even if we're not, this group of people that runs the world is trying everything that they can do to bring us into the end times, including specific third, you know, third temple type markers for end times prophecy. They're trying to fulfill their own prophecies here. Remember they have a religious template. doesn't matter if you're an atheist or whatever they're Satanists. Okay. That's what Judaism is. And that's what mystery Babylon's sort of, um, you know, the stuff that Aleister Crowley and those guys practice, it was sort of like Judaism for non-Jews. It's called theosophy, which is really like advanced witchcraft. That's the real stuff, not the stuff that teenagers are playing with in the Wiccan, uh, you know, books and magazines and video games, but the real stuff is when they're like doing sex magic orgies with dead babies and stuff. It's real disgusting. The kind of stuff that Aleister Crowley wrote about, he wanted to be the antichrist. Anyway, he's a pioneer for modern witchcraft and you can kind of see the sort of people that came after him, like um, Hillary Clinton and uh, Barbara Bush and others and, that's where we get this explosion of aliens through one of his students, Jack Parsons. We went through this, I think, in the last episode where they were doing those Babylon workings, those Amalanthra workings of sex magic rituals in the desert where Area 51 popped up later. This kind of stuff where portals opened up, where Yoda walked through the little Yoda looking figure uh, that called itself Lamb, which is Tibetan for the way. So there's all sorts of little, like, you know, interesting um, historical and and scientific and deep state conspiracy uh, overlaps where you could go and talk about this stuff for days. But you you need to understand that the Satanist New World Order is real. It's biblical. It's legit. They're coming after us. They believe these things, whether we do or not. And uh, they're sort of using the Bible and reverse engineering it as a template for how they're going to do all this. I mean, they're trying to make the mark of the beast, whether it is or not right they're trying to it changes your dna we can prove that it changes your dna it puts in an extra 66 so there's a 666 in your chain where it used to where it used to have god's name yahweh numerically i can show you that in the science now if you don't believe that that makes makes it the mark of the beast we'll wait until they add in all the software where you can't buy and sell without permission where you can't travel without permission where you can't do anything unless you're vaccinated um, when they put those social credit score systems in, everyone will be enslaved to the mark, which is already in their cells, already in their their hand and their forehead, everywhere in their body, because it's expanding. So that's the mark of the beast, whether it's real or not. They're trying to make it real. Um, they're going. Uh, they're using the Bible and reverse engineering it to invert everything. And that's why a lot of things that we see in the culture war that don't make sense, like trying to turn boys into girls. None of this stuff makes sense until you consider it from a biblical perspective. When you realize that it is a spiritual war, everything makes sense.
1: Yep. Yep. Look at Baphomet. Look at the statues that they've raised and actually put into American cities now, right? Half yeah. man, half woman. By the way, Liz Croak in this tweet here, what you guys were watching, I played the B roll here, is of a Christie's auction of Rothschild family collection private collection being put up for auction. These Rothschild tapestries and all of the valuables you've been seeing here, guys. These are the collections that were built by the Rothschilds over hundreds of years of turning people into serfs with their fiat money printing machines. Mm -hmm. And as the Bible warns us, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world only to lose his soul? And as you look at that B-roll of all of those unbelievably in many cases priceless possessions of the Rothschilds being put up for auction I just want you to understand what it means to control the world's printing presses and to control the world's wars right these people have gotten us into war after war after war and they profited on both sides every single time Dustin that's how they have such unimaginable wealth that's how they could build palaces like Watson and fill them to the brim with stuff like this
0: yeah and and you know since the dawn of time, um, leaders have been tapping into blood magic rituals and sacrificing their own people, whether it be on an altar or in a false war, to things that they believe that will contact them back and give them power. And that's basically what we can prove. And you know, I can't show you them summoning a demon, but I can show you them performing the rituals. I mean, just go look at what they did at the Bohemian Grove, for example. There are a lot of those types of clips that get out um, so you know we know what they believe, we know what they write about, we know what they put in their art, we know what they um spend their time focusing on. we know what they hate, and that gives us a pretty good clear idea uh ind- indication of, into what their belief system really is. So you know, I believe that what they what they're into is exactly what the Bible describes some of these Canaanite giant tribes as being engaged in blood sacrifice magic, and ritual demonic summoning they're communing with their ancestors. They're channeling their grandparents and great-grandparents, the other giants, in order to get talents and money and wealth and favors. And they're using blood magic to do it, especially Christian babies' blood. But any blood will do. And they've been doing it for a long time. We have historical examples of atrocities like what the Romans found at Carthage when they beat the Jews there. And we have the other examples like St. Simon of Trent, where there's the 109 cases found guilty. Um, so, you know, we, we don't need the evidence. We need the bullhorn and the, and the belief. We need to go and win the hearts and minds back to the Bible, because the real narrative, ha- you, you can't understand the deep state without understanding the scriptures. I tried as an atheist, and that's why I'm not an atheist. I, I, I found I went down every rabbit hole you can go down, and nothing made sense until you realize that what they believe is real. And that's why they're doing it. And that's why they have their power. That's why they hate Christians so much and white people so much and Jesus so much. And that's why everything is happening. And when you look at it from that lens, everything makes sense. Everything.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the purpose of this particular conversation. And frankly, most of the conversations you and I have, when you come on, we want people to understand the history because if you don't understand the history, you're condemned to repeat it. And that is how these people have basically Bought up the whole world because they continue to use the same cards over and over and over again. And those who don't know history are condemned to repeat it, Dustin. And I don't want anybody to have to lay down their son's blood or their daughter's blood. By the way, this government now wants to uh, draft women into fighting these wars of aggression, these wars without end, these bankster wars. Hell no. We're not going to do it, Dustin. We will not let our progeny go and die and be chewed up in this Rothschild death machine anymore.
0: You know, it, it, it's, it's the Bible says that obviously believers will be persecuted and I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, I, I have passion to say something here real fast because I do want people to have hope. And I, I dispense a lot of black pill, like bad news, and I don't want to always just bring bad news. So here's a God pill. The Bible tells us who Israel is specifically, and that's the people that fulfilled all the prophecies like America. Like I said a bit earlier, and I showed, I think uh, maybe on one of our episodes before but basically, America was in prophecy. 1776 was in Leviticus. And when people realize that, and you put that together within times prophecy, I mean, they're going to try to destroy us. They're going to push us to the edge of the cliff. Many people will die and many people will suffer. Many will be tried and made white, the Bible says. But you know what? We win in the end because they don't get us all. And then we're saved. So they do not manage to wipe out the entire West. And that includes America. They might get a a few of us, but they won't be able to bring down the entire 12 tribes. So um, I I want people to take hope and basically just make yourself, you know, harden yourself. Don't be an easy target. Don't be uh, a a gullible person who just walks around and doesn't watch your back in a city, you know, in dangerous places. Always be aware of your surroundings and be aware of what's happening politically and how they're trying to target you. Um, And we will survive this thing together.
1: Guys, if you want to learn the real history, there's some useful tools here at the theserapeum.com. Our guest has been the one, the only Dustin Nemos. Dustin, the last time you were on, I did plug Sleepy Joe for you because we want to help support you. And it's a good product. You sent me some. And I want you to have the support you need because I know you've been kneecapped just like me, just like so many truth tellers. Right. We've lost our platforms. How can people support you?
0: Thank you, Sean. I I really appreciate you uh, mentioning that. I always forget. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I mean, if people want to, you know, send us a buck or or shop with our sponsors, you can do so at NemosNewsNetwork.com slash sponsors. We do have some great healthy products, stuff that I take. I I started this vitamin company because I didn't want to, you know, take the junk that's in the Walmart type vitamins and I wanted quality. And then because they were censoring us on YouTube. So my audience is like, hey, you love vitamins, start a company. I couldn't shut up about vitamins at the time. So I did, and, and this is where we're at. And we have some really incredible, high quality, high value stuff and some organic and gourmet coffee from around the world. It's, it's all pretty incredible. Um, it's not a huge store, it's boutique. We don't have a ton of options, but what we have will uh, potentially change your life for the better, depending on, you know, what your, your conditions are and stuff. Um, obviously it's holistic, homeopathic. Uh, you know, we don't use chemicals. Everything's food-based. And um, thank you for the, for the chance to plug and stuff. I mean, basically, as, as, as you are, we're in the trenches and we're doing the best we can every day to get the information out.
1: Well, I appreciate your time today. As always, free shipping on all orders over 45 bucks or more, guys, redpillliving.com. I'll leave a link below. Our guest has been Dustin Nemos. And by the way, guys, the website, one more time, theserapium.com. Dustin, thank you, my friend. We appreciate you.
0: Thank you, Sean. Have
1: a wonderful day. You too. Let's continue to pray for humanity. I do feel like we're right on the cusp of that great awakening. I mean, I think we hit it, right? And then they stole an election. And they rigged elections all over the world. And they tell us, no, there's no great awakening. You all just voted for this puppet to be your president. Joe Biden. Just like Luna in Brazil. No, we didn't. You liars. We know they're liars. See, that's the good news, man. We know they're liars. And we can point directly at them. Klaus Schwab, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the AP, Reuters, owned by Rothschild, by the way. They're all liars, man. That's all they do is lie and bear false witness.
0: Well, we know that they have shifted from the carrot to the stick and that people are awake to their tactics and lies and that time is out for them. And they're trying to kill us and implode everything now. So it's really about us surviving what they're trying to do to us until they lose power.
1: Damn straight. All right, my friend. Until next time, God bless you and your family.
0: You as well and your entire audience. Yahweh be with you all.
1: Thank you, brother. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll remind you every single day for free. Check out the real news and truth at the Sarapm.com, but also SGTReport.com. That is the antidote to Reuters, AP, and Rothschild Mockingbird mainstream media CIA lies. God bless you and your beautiful family. Bye bye. The Rothschilds are one of the leading figures, but you have a whole grouping in what's called the City of London, which is centered around them, and these are the ones who make
0: policy. A club of billionaires called the City of London that runs something called the Privy Council. An example of that is who's one of the operatives of the Privy Council? Trudeau. Exactly.